to buy positive these are your hosts Mari and MD and today we will be talking to a guest um, his name is Hattori1181 uh, he's been following us on Twitter and we will be discussing various issues surrounding being bisexual in a so-called straight relationship could you introduce yourself a little and uh, you know tell us what, what you'd like to talk about today Oh, jeez, I have no idea what I really wanted to talk about, but, uh, sure, uh, my name's Greg, I go online, uh, online I'm known as, uh, Hattori1181, I'm an all-around nerd, music, video games, anime, you name it, and, uh, I'm a stay-at-home dad, and I came out as bi about, uh, four years ago, after being married to my wife for almost six years, so yeah, that's pretty much all about me. <laughs> Okay, and so one of the things that we wanted to to talk about is the uh, the the coming out when you're in a you know straight relationship, so to speak. Right. Yeah. How does? Because on our end, it's also the same. Yeah, we're both. Hi. Um, <laughs> we, we we both are in. Um, I have a, a male partner. Yeah. And right. I and I actually came out uh, after being married with my husband for a few years. So, yeah, we're basically in the same boat. <laughs> now, did you, so, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to sound rude, but did you have any same-sex partners before you, before you came out? Me, yes. But I came out to my boyfriend when we started dating. Um, I wasn't about to, to hide it. Right. Um, and he was, uh, his reaction was more in the possessive sense that I, I don't want to hear about your experiences with other people, not because they're women, but because they're other people. Yeah. Um, he's pretty open-minded, so that was never an issue for me. Yeah, and I kind of, sort of, had the story before, but mm -hmm. I was so deep in the closet, and she was too, and that was a little bit complicated. Yeah. See, with me, I, I knew I had same-sex attractions, like as far back as I think like 11 years old even, but I, I grew up Roman Catholic here in the States. And while it was never outright um, like talked about in a negative way, it was also not encouraged at all. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's not just same sex marriage, like same sex um, partnerships. It was all sex. Like, it's just so, it's so hard in, in the, to, to describe to people who have had more of a proper sexual, like, education, hmm. how ridiculous it is here in the States. We um, have, uh, we have a lot of uh, American colleagues, uh, Catholic colleagues as well, so it's, it we, we kind of get the picture. It is ridiculous. It really is. So, but I also knew that I, I was attracted to girls, so I just pushed the same-sex attraction thing way down. Mm -hmm. um, I also grew up in an inner city where uh, religion, especially Christian and uh, Islamic religions, are really, um, I don't want to say enforced, but they're very, um, 
highly regarded. Mm -hmm. And so anytime there was anybody that was outside of that heteronormative standard, the ridicule was terrible. Yeah. So how did did you um, end up reconciling your identity then? I think that as I, when I met my wife, I was in not a great place. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a not great relationship. I was just kind of all over the place. And when we met, we had this crazy whirlwind romance and relationship. And then we were married. And I, for the first time, was comfortable, not just with the person I was with, but increasingly with myself mm-hmm. and what were always jokes about how I wasn't quite straight or I wasn't <laughs> uh, that she was straighter than I was and whatever. Eventually it just was like, you know, I'm not straight. Mm-hmm. I, I do have same sex attractions and I've in that, in that moment where I was like, you know, this really is a thing. I had a moment where I looked back and I was like, oh, wow, this has always been there. Mm. Yes. It's, it's always been, it's like, oh, you know, those times where I was uncomfortable changing in a locker room, there was a reason for that. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't because I was, I mean, it wasn't entirely because I was uncomfortable with myself, but it was also because I was uncomfortable because of how I was reacting you know, and, and that kind of internalized sex shame that comes with, you know, some Christian upbringings. Mm. And yeah. And from that point, I was like, wow, so many things made much more sense. Um, and it's been something that I've, I haven't been shy about ever since. And what, what about, uh, what about your wife? She is incredibly supportive. She, We've had conversations. We 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 go back and forth about um, you know, she's she has some insecurity issues, and so she worries a lot that she's not good enough, or that I'm going to want more from a relationship that she or something from a relationship that she can't provide. And it's you know I I we it goes back and forth. You know we I assure her that you know she is my partner. I'm not looking for anything else. It's just more of a being free to be who I am mm-hmm. and whatever. And then I joke that, you know, we have a lot of, it just means that we can like look at cute guys together. <laughs> that's uh, always a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, and that's, and that's been, that's been the thing. So I've been really slowly, over the la- I mean, I, I live in kind of an isolated area. Um, there's nothing around me. But I've been slowly trying to become more and more involved in uh, bisexual communities, especially male bisexual communities, because mm-hmm. the more that I found, I'm, the more I started to learn about the community that I'm now part of, the more I was surprised <laughs> at how that community is treated yeah yeah and so uh, i'm a i'm a big advocate of everything (laughs) like if i (laughs) 
if there's something I believe in, then I am a hundred percent like super passionate about it. And I will talk about it and I will act for it and I will do all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me started on Star Wars. Like, really. <laughs> 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 That's something to talk about another day. <laughs> yeah. Why not? You two keep me out of this. I'm the only person here who doesn't know anything about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, but the same, would, the same could be true about anime, too. So I'm not. Okay, fair, fair enough. Um, well, it's, it's funny because I, I used to watch a lot of anime, and over the last, I'd say, five years, I, I watch maybe two shows a season now. Mm-hmm. And it's just because like either I'm not interested in the in the uh like content or it's the crazy over sexualization of female characters that I am just so sick of. Don't get me started. <laughs> I yeah. I like it's so ridiculous and I can't stand it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's I, I honestly sometimes wonder whether these people know how physics work in relation to breaststroke oh. and gravity, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, I also play a lot of video games, and, mm-hmm. like, I'll play something, and, like, like, I used to just not care, and now it's like, I see this character, it's like, boobs don't work that way. And my <laughs> wife will come over, she'll be like, boobs don't work that way. And I'm like, no, it's what I just said. <laughs> Yeah, well, unfortunately, in in these kinds of media, especially like video games and animation, female characters are either severely underrepresented or overly sexualized. There's like no in between. There's very few few solid media. Yeah. I'm going to bring back the conversation. Yeah, on this yeah, topic. yeah. Um, <laughs> I can go about this for years. Is, yeah, I, it's not really that. Um, the um, what you describe uh, with your wife is pretty similar to, I mean, my experience and also the experience of, I think of other people. Either there is both for the for the the significant other uh, that these insecurities are will be there. Also, I think when you're with someone who's straight, it's difficult for them to wrap their head around the idea that it's just not sexual orientation, it's also identity. And, right. and, and that is something that is, we need to communicate about with them because it's not something that is, uh, that is easy to understand. Mm. Their sexual orientation isn't really part of their identity because it's not an issue. Mm. Right. I would even go as far as expanding it, though, to like homosexual people as well, like monosexual people in general, just the, the whole... like insecurity about being insufficient part yeah because it's like well what what is it about this gender that isn't enough for you mm-hmm. and because because physical characteristics are much more difficult to change there's al- always this this fear that you would go looking for it elsewhere i yeah i think um i know i don't know how it is for gay men i know that for lesbians it might be a problem also because there's the i mean you know, in a male dominated culture mm. and so be less at this idea that can be internalized that they are less than a man that a lot of lot of women actually have internalized unfortunately um, and that can come also into play uh, in in a relationship yeah. um, it's 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 pretty complex but it's and it's all about communication yeah. um, with a partner and trying to un- make them understand a world that they can't really get but bring them closer as close as possible yeah. 
Yeah, my I have to say my wife is very supportive, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know when we have our conversation, like her her issues are less to do about understanding my identity and my sexuality mm-hmm. and more to do with her own insecurities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's it's when 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 we're past the in, her insecurities part, it is far it is far better. Like she is super supportive and very wonderful. And I could not hope for a better partner. Mm. Yeah. It's, Uh, it's important to communicate about those insecurities as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. And, and I, you know, and I assure her that, you know, that it's okay to talk about those things. It's okay to be insecure and it's okay to, to understand. And I have my own insecurities, you know, I have my own, you know, I, I constantly struggle with the buy enough problem. <laughs> no, I've never, I've never had a male partner. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it's extremely unlikely at this point that I will ever have one. Mm. Yeah. That, that it's something that I am personally okay with, but it's conflicting with that, you know, that whole stereotypical, well, if you haven't, if you haven't been with somebody, then how do you know? Yeah. You know, and it's... And I, I actually wanted to ask you about, because um, you've mentioned being quite active in the in the online bi male community. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it with interaction with monosexual gay men? Because there is a sort of stereotype about bisexual promiscuity, about confusion. Is it difficult to, to talk to mono? Gay men. I only have a couple of interactions with with gay men. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had two. I had two people that were just like anonymous online people that were like, "You have no idea what you're talking about. You're, you know, whatever. You're, mm-hmm. you're just gay. You're just trying to pretend." <laughs> um, but I have one good friend who I've known for years and years who is openly gay, and he was like, "Good for you." You know, and super supportive. And we had a talk about um, about sexuality kind of briefly because he is openly homosexual, but he's not super comfortable with with himself as a person. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's I think it was something that was like, you know, kind of comparing notes like how how does this affect you? How does that affect you? And it was it was good. It was a great conversation. I wish it happened a number of months ago, so I wish I could remember more details. Don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, it's, that, that's great that you could find support in in in, in this friend of yours as well. I mean, we we do have a lot of like, gay lesbian gay friends who are very supportive and understanding and 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 understand that stereotypes are not necessarily true. <laughs> um, yeah. Though that exists, but also there there is this fear of. Being also rejected by the by the LGBT community by the LG yeah. community. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I and that's that's the other thing. I have a very very good friend who is uh, in the process of transitioning, mm-hmm. and we compare notes a lot mm-hmm. about how we're how like regular society reacts to us how the LGBT community reacts to us. Um, and it's, 
she is one of my best friends, and I love having her as a sounding board for everything. So yeah, it's it's and it's it's interesting because like we we want to again she's kind of out in the middle of nowhere and it's like we want to we want to get involved in our respective communities but it's like how do we do that how do we um find you know it's finding the time it's finding the right events or the right uh, communities to be part of because it's it's hard to it's hard to know what somebody's motivations are or what somebody's uh, goals are for like a community, and then actually getting people together is always an issue. Scheduling and whatnot. That so, and also there's a there's a matter of safety as well. Right, right. So I'm I have a couple of things that I'm that I'm trying to plan myself. Uh, there's a a pretty good. I'm a fan of tabletop games, mm -hmm. and uh, there's a pretty good tabletop community not too far from me. And so I was thinking of pitching like a an LGBT tabletop night in like a public area. Okay. Yeah. And seeing if people are interested in doing that, having that you know once a month or something like that. That sounds like a very interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe we, we just, I mean, we, 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 we touched um, the topic a little bit um, with, the, with the textual history. Mm -hmm. uh, and yes, there is such a thing as identity building that doesn't involve sexual experiments. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you don't have to uh, have sex with a same-sex partner to know that you are attracted um, to them. Uh, it's right. uh, no, either. really not. <laughs> it's not necessary, but um, it's it's. It, I mean, it's also one of the question that it, is that the the root of in, a lot of insecurities is, yeah. Can you be when you're bisexual? Can you be um, sexually fulfilled with being with someone of just one gender, <laughs> just one partner? Yeah, I. It's it's funny because like when I was like when I first was like being open about being bisexual mm -hmm. and when I was you know finding resources online there was this fantastic um, article and I think it might have been on Pink News or something like that mm -hmm. and it was like questions that bisexuals are tired of hearing oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I. I laughed so hard I cried. Yeah. Uh, and it's it, what's funny is that I had never been asked those questions at the time, but since coming out to my friends and my family, I had been asked some of those questions like in mm. private, and I was like, "Wow, well, thank you for that article. It certainly prepared me for this." <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, to that to that to that specific question, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have to say, if you are not satisfied with a sexual partner regardless of gender that's a communication problem like okay. if you if you aren't satisfied then you need to talk to your partner you need to find out why you're not satisfied is there something that the two of you can be doing together do you need to have some time apart you know there's it sex is so is, is communication is such a huge part of sex that 
without it, it's kind of impossible to me. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's also, I mean, as a question, but of course I have my answer because it's a, it's a question we all have been faced with. I think it's also a question of uh, debunking of your myth is that you can be also happy in a relationship with someone and, and the sex being great and still be attracted to other people and you don't have to act on it. And right. also we are human beings and sometimes your partner doesn't fulfill all your needs and it's completely okay. Uh, with it, whether it's sexual or otherwise, and and you just can talk about it, yeah. and it's not the end of the world. It's not about gender, and it's not about sexual orientation. As you said, it's about communication and about the type of relationship that you want to have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, is there um, is there anything you would like to add um, at the end, like a? message for for our listeners or i don't know a quote <laughs> or something um you know i don't know i don't i mean i before i came out there were there were lgbt podcasts and you know news and and articles and things that i had read um and I won't say that they necessarily helped me to come out, but they did help me to be okay with who I was, which in turn helped me to be okay with coming out. So if I if I have a chance to leave a message for people, if if you're listening to this podcast, if you are if you have questions about yourself, that's okay. Take the time. Take Take a look at yourself. Don't listen to anybody else. Be okay with who you are. And when you find that label that works for you, own it. Wow. When you do, it's really going to just be a freeing moment for you. So to anybody that's out there that may be questioning or maybe in the closet or whatever, it's okay. That was beautiful. <laughs> absolutely, and very true. Yeah, yeah very, absolutely. very true. I, I uh, subscribe under every single word you just said. Um, thank you so much for speaking to us today, and we thank look forward you so to much um, for having me. And we look forward to to having you on the show again, if if you ever would like to. Absolutely, anytime. Just uh, let me know ahead of time. Okay, sure. Well, we'll we'll probably have the episode up next week. Um, so keep uh, keep your uh, eyes peeled for it. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got uh, I've got you guys subscribed on like <laughs> well I've, I'm subscribed I follow you guys on Twitter I'm I follow you guys on SoundCloud <laughs> I don't have iTunes myself so I don't get messages that way but yeah oh yeah I'm I'm absolutely there. Okay, well thank you very much. You're uh, <clears throat> a great listener and a great interviewee. <laughs> so uh, have a nice day and uh, good luck Thanks. with everything. That's it for this week. Tune in to listen to us next week on iTunes and SoundCloud. Meanwhile, subscribe to us on Twitter, on Instagram, even though we don't actually use it, <laughs> on SoundCloud, basically everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. Bye. Bye. Bye.